gun Ramos looking like he's got one more good run Sips a little shaky But his heart is still true Oh how that dog loves hunting with me and you Sporting dog adventures run The Sporting Dog Adventures podcast is proudly brought to you by Soggy Acres Retrievers. Remember, everyone deserves a Soggy Dog. Hey, welcome to Dog Talk Live. We are here in the wonderful confines of Soggy Acres Retrievers in southern Wisconsin. And we are going to talk to you about dogs or whatever else is on your mind. I'm sorry, I know I said 1.30, I would be on. Uh, we had a uh, cheeky fellow on a humor post uh, that decided to use a bunch of F-bombs and not some nice behavior. So we're kind of getting him removed from the page. People, I post humor. If you're so triggered by humor, this is not the page for you. Just like if you are so triggered by someone being pro-police or pro-dog breeder or pro-hunting, it's not the page for you. Don't frustrate yourself. It's never going to change. No matter how much you order me around, uh, I'm, I'm too old to change. And quite honestly, uh, the give a damn button broke a long time ago. So with that said, let me know where you guys are from. Let me know what you guys want to talk about today. Uh, we are just coming off of three really nice days here in southern Wisconsin. Uh, we had a high of, oh goodness, un, it was like 68, 70, and 72 today, and now we're going back into the 80s. I know it's August, but the preview of what could be late summer into fall was really nice. Uh, we're going to go up into the upper 80s, so it'll go right back to summer. But uh, finishing up dogs, uh, what I did during that time <coughs> was work on all the dogs with their uh, upland training. Uh, great time to work on it because of how uh, cool it was out. You went out in the morning, it was actually sweatshirt weather. Um, so you could uh, really, really let the dogs run around and uh, get a snoot full of birds and work on their quartering and uh, work on all other things uh, hunting related to upland hunting. So that was a nice break. Again, it's now, of course, heating back up. <coughs> We're supposed to be, I think, 90 by the weekend. But uh, we're kind of getting into that time of year where the hot weather stretches are shorter and the uh, cool weather is coming. Our teal season is almost here. It is, let's see, 25 days and like about 18 hours or 17 hours until teal season opener. 17 hours. I am so excited. Cannot wait to get out. I've got a couple of spots that have a lot of birds. And even if I didn't shoot any birds, just fun to get out, sit in a blind in the marsh, watch things fly around, and also uh, hang out with my boys and a couple of my friends. So I am excited. Uh, if there was ever a year that we needed a hunting season to get here faster, it is 2020. I have a meme that said, uh, dog years are seven human years, unless it's 2020, then it feels like seven human years all in one year. So that's pretty much uh, my feeling on it. Uh, if we can uh, get hunting season here quickly, I will be very happy. Rich is checking in from Nebraska. Good to see you, Rich. 
Again, as you guys check in, please let me know where you're from. Let me know what questions you have. Uh, we'd love to help you. Um, if you uh, have not had the chance, let's see here. Da, 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 da. I'm going to try to pull up our podcast. And I believe I'm still on the air now. And I believe that you cannot see me. Or you can see me and I can't see you because the camera's still on. So I am in our other page here. And I'm going to copy link address. I'm going to plug in the Spotify address to go to our uh, to go to our podcast. So we're going to put that up. There it is, Sporting Dog Adventures podcast on Spotify. Uh, the other place that I'm going to give you is let's see here. Da, 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 da. Oh my goodness! How do I? There it is. We'll give you give you the anchor address on it as well. We're also on Apple, so if you want to uh, uh, kick onto uh, Apple iTunes and uh, find our podcast, uh, it's on there too. It's under Sporting Dog Adventures. So we are more than happy to have you guys on. We've got quite the. Uh, it's kind of cool. Uh, we do these uh, live events and we get people from all over the world. And the podcast is, is following that same trajectory where we have people from as far away as Israel uh, all the way uh, through uh, Europe uh, into the U.S. and Canada. So it's just fun to have on, fun to get a bunch of dog enthusiasts on, uh, fun to talk dogs with people and go from there. We've got Ontario checking in with Cody. Now we've got Leansburg, Michigan with Lucy. We've got, I believe, British Columbia with Barry. Rich, what are good dimensions for a box to transport pheasants? Uh, boy, that's a good question. Um, I would probably, I would probably go with like a medium-sized dog crate if you just want to uh, use something that, you, that that would be already done. Uh, the big thing there is when people have transports for birds, um, they want to make sure that the birds don't fly out uh, when you open up the door. So the actual transport boxes will have doors that are specially designed for that. But a medium-sized dog box uh, or dog crate would, would be a good one to have. You could fit quite a few in there. So I hope that helps. Now, let's see. Did we miss anyone on telling people who is watching today? No, we did not. So again... If you guys have questions, let me know what they are. Let me know what questions you have. We have two links up to uh, places that our uh, podcast is on. Uh, we actually do a Q&A podcast, which is basically just uh, where we're recording our dog talk live and let people listen in. And this week, what did we do? We did, uh, Kate and I did two podcasts uh, for this week. And one of them is really funny. We, uh, we're going to have a cookout. Uh, we got 12 ears of corn. I had to go out, uh, handle the kennel dogs because uh, we have our dogs in for training. Uh, go water them and let them out. I came back into a disgusted look on my lovely wife's face. And uh, she said that the corn was everywhere and the dogs were eating the corn. They thought it was bumpers. Grabbed it off the counter, surfed it, had it all over the house, ripped it apart. And she was cleaning up corn silk and uh, uh, shucks the uh, the entire time I was out. So... Of course, as a good husband, I apologize profusely for my poor behavior of my dogs and uh, and moved on. But yeah, kind of funny. We talked about it on the podcast too. It's probably better uh, from from her uh, her uh, side because of uh, how she put it all. But uh, 
Yeah, so we're when does your hunting season start? Let me know. Uh, we again, our first hunting seasons are early goose and teal season. Uh, Wisconsin traditionally uh, had never had a teal season, and now we do. A lot of people don't like it. It makes them angry because people think that wood ducks are going to get shot during teal season. I'm not going to argue that people probably don't make that mistake. But if a violator is a violator is a violator, are they going to stop just during one special season or are they going to shoot the wrong birds during all seasons? You have to make sure with teal uh, season in Wisconsin that you do watch and that you do only shoot teal. There are times where you let birds pass because you don't know. Um, if it's a big group of birds, you should know what a teal is. Uh, if you uh, have sun and you can see them coming in and see the glinting off of their uh, the blue patch or green patch on their wings, that makes it easy. I know I'm a lot better at bird ID uh, than I have been in the past. One of the reasons I am better at bird ID is that we're not filming the TV show anymore. Uh, so it gives me a chance to focus on watching the birds, which is kind of a novel concept, but I don't think people understand the moving parts when you have a TV show where you've got your, I had my kids there, we got a dog, you've got a camera guy or two, uh, you've got the cameras running, you've got your microphones, you've got so many different aspects uh, happening that uh, it really makes it difficult to focus on things. And I'm pretty proud of myself now on my bird ID. Uh, in, in the area that I hunt, if I can pick out a wood duck, I'm pretty much set on everything else because we have wood duck, teal, and mallards. Uh, we shot other birds later in the season uh, once we get into uh, migration. Uh, but the last few years, we've been so flooded that really even any any hunts uh, later in the year were bad uh, just because of how flooded the farm fields were around us. This year, knock on wood... Uh, the farm fields are dry, so that will focus the birds uh, more into the traditional areas that people are hunting them, which will mean that they get moved around more, which will mean that it's just easier to hunt them. So very much looking forward to this season. Danny Ruffcore, West Central Illinois. We did your show at UFTA Nationals at Doublehead in Town Creek, Alabama. Yes, Mr. Ruffcorn, I do remember. Uh, is the UFTA still around? Uh, that was a fun event. Uh, the UFTA is a... Uh, um, hunting competition. Um, it, uh, it, it was run at a place down in Alabama where basically you would run your dogs on the grounds as well as uh, uh, stay there. They had a bunch of cabins. Uh, Danny, the funny thing I, I had with that is I, when, I, when I flew into that, I flew into to film this for uh, Loyal Dog Food and for the TV show, uh, I rented a car and I got jammed with a Toyota Yaris so what a great car to have when you're trying to drive around fields and see things that you need more of a uh, SUV on. Uh, we took said Yaris uh, into an area, and when I was coming out, the uh, car bottomed out. And it actually bottomed out so bad that the front clip uh, on the uh, bumper and everything pulled free a little bit. And we had to actually pop it back and snap it into place. Luckily, it was uh, very plasticky. And uh, did click back into place, and I never did get a call. I don't think we got it all the way back in where it was going to, but I never did get the call from uh, the rental car company, which I think it was Hertz, and they're out of business now, so I'm good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was funny. I've got a Toyota Yaris. I'm at a hunting event, and I'm trying to drive around to film stuff in these different fields. And if you can imagine, you're going from hardtop roads into onto dirt paths, and then driving into where the event was. So it was it was very interesting trying to uh, rock the Yaris uh, at, a, at a hunting event. 
again, please let us know where you guys are from. Let us know what questions you have. If you have not listened to the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast, that is my new uh, project. Um, it is, uh, we do list a couple of sponsors because I have a couple of companies we work with uh, overall uh, that uh, we work with uh, with reruns on the show with commercial time and we post on Facebook, uh, Mech Outdoors and uh, Boucher Automotive in Janesville. Uh, other than that, really not looking at getting any sponsors. So those are just two companies that I enjoy to work with. Um, other than that, we're really not going to monetize it at all. Just doing it for fun. Uh, the app that we do on uh, do it for makes it free and actually distributes it. So very cool, very fun, great to connect with people uh, somewhere else other than on Facebook, which where, where we've done our Facebook lives that have just been extraordinarily uh, uh, successful with the amount of people that we have listening to them. Gary's checking in from Nebraska. He's got dove, archery, deer, and controlled shooting pheasants starting September 1 and teal open September 5. And good for you, Gary. That's that's awesome. Our archery season in Wisconsin, I believe, opens on September 12th. Um, as of right now, I don't know if I'm going to go. Uh, I've got a bunch of cameras up, so if I see anything... That would be nice. I'll probably go. I have a really nice property, and it is one of those where if I wanted to shoot a deer with horns, I could the first uh, first couple times I sat, but you only get one tag. So it's the old, oh, do I want to shoot that or do I want to wait for the rut and uh, see something hopefully bigger? Uh, we will see. Uh, we don't have anything on camera as of yet that I looked at and went, wow, I want to get that. But uh, as... As uh, the summer rolls on, the deer are going to start moving around a little bit. So we will see. But uh, well, that is awesome. When is the rest of your guys' hunting seasons opening up? Let me know. Let me know what questions you have. Please let us know where you are from. Dog Talk Lives, we run them about 15 minutes. And then we will uh, give you a last call for questions. And at that point, we will call it. I try to do at least two a week. This is our first one that we've done this week. I will probably do another one Friday. Tomorrow I am going to run the dogs in the morning and then I have to run up to my other property to spray a couple of deer food plots that have uh, too much grass in them. So I've got uh, some something you can spray on them that will only kill the grass. I also need to mow the lawn and prepare one of the other food plots for planting. So just gonna make a quick, uh, quick cannonball run up do my work and then come home, but uh, I'm not going to have time for Dog Talk Live because I will not do them while I'm driving. I just don't think that'd be a good idea. Chad Peterson, thoughts about playing tug of war with dogs? Does it mess up their training as far as releasing to hand? Chad, no, it does not uh, mess them up if you play with your dogs. But with that said, when you train your dog, you need to and work with your dog and handle your dog. You need to let them understand that there are there are uh, uh, standards. Um, if you do have a dog that's being hard mouthed because you're playing tug of war, then I would definitely not do it. But I don't think that Mr. Jaeger should have an issue with that. By the way, he is doing awesome. Uh, Jaeger did his first double retreat today, so it was a, it was a fun way, fun thing to do. Lucy, hunting season opening up October in Michigan. Very cool. Rich, easiest way to force fetch a Labrador. Rich, there is no easy way to force fetch a Labrador retriever. It is all elbow grease and a pain in the butt. Um, I start right away with an ear pinch with them up on a force fetch table or a raised surface. After one week, I switch to an e-collar in 
in uh, place of the uh, of the ear pinch and then uh, I go to the ground and it usually takes you four to six weeks to do your force fetch to where the dog is completely done and through. Uh, UFTA is still going. Been a little bit of a rough year holding events. Yes, you are the GSP guy. Oh, you did get a retriever. Good for you. A standard poodle. Wow, that's awesome. Is do you put do you give your dog a fancy cut then? I mean that's almost like a you should have had that dog, Danny, when we uh when we uh were filming. That would have been perfect. I would have loved that. Would have been like the uh the flushing poodle. But everyone, poodles are a hunting breed. That is how they started. The fancy poodle cut was actually to keep their joints warm, I believe. Uh and uh I, I've yet to see a uh, good hunting poodle. I've trained a couple of doodles. Um wasn't real impressed. Um, the problem that you have that with with, with uh, a doodle is that it's a mixed breed. So your hardcore poodle people and hardcore lab people or whatever other people aren't going to breed to the to to those dogs. So they aren't going to have a uh, really high end pedigree, and it is uh, then you're just losing a lot of the desire. The poodles in general have historically for the last I don't know how many decades been bred for looks and for pets. So the hunting uh, hasn't been accentuated in breeding, but I know the poodle is on the uh, the mend and the poodle is on the upswing because I know they are running some hunt tests, so that is very cool. All right, so we are over 15 minutes. We're going to give last call to questions. If you have any questions, let me know. Uh, if you are listening to this after the fact and watching it on our Facebook page, please click your question in as a comment. Uh, we'll come back and we will uh, answer it. Uh, I always check for uh, a few hours to a uh, full day after uh, Facebook Live is up. And we try to help answer any questions uh, that we that we have going on. Uh, the podcast is, again, on Spotify, on Anchor, on Pocket Casts, on uh, Apple Podcasts and a lot of different places. Uh, it's on like, I think nine places, nine platforms now. Um, but those are the main ones. So please give it a listen. Let me know uh, what you guys think. It's podcasts are tough. Facebook Live is tough too, because you're basically talking to your computer. It is great when you get people that interact because it really helps me. So I don't uh, sit here and do the and, uh, but uh, 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 the whole time. So I do appreciate you guys' time. We're going to call it on that. I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of your day. Get out, play with your dogs. Remember, champions are made in the off-season. So work with your dog and get them ready. Take care and God bless. Sporting dog adventures, run, boy, run. Everything you need is here under the sun.